you probably realize that cash is king and without it, a business can't do a thing. You've likely heard the customer is boss and their displeasure will be your loss. That's not exactly secret sauce. You know that teamwork makes the dream work, so we won't bore you with what you know. That's not what we do on this show. We're well beyond the boilerplate. We're here to help you innovate. Today, we are revealing our top 10 business strategies to increase your income, impact, and influence. This is the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast with tips, tools, and biblical truth to build your brand, business, or ministry. If you're a Christian speaker, writer, coach, or entrepreneur, this is the podcast you've been praying for. Get ready to increase your impact, income, and influence. Here are your hosts, the mother, her son, and his wife doing business, ministry, and life to shape the culture for Christ. Tamara Lowe, Zach Lowe, and Jillian Lowe. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast. I'm super excited for this episode, the top 10 lessons in business that we've learned. And Coach Tam, we're going to start with you. What's, give it to us. What's the good stuff? All right, then I will kick it off. So I'm, I'm going to start with two. Okay, so I'll start with the, the first two. And they are prioritize your purpose. And the second is like unto it, which is prioritize your peace. So let's start with purpose. If you are not fulfilled, joyful, and excited about what you're doing, chances are that you're not on your path to purpose. Every person on God's green earth has a purpose that coincides with their passion. Now, Coach Jillian has described purpose as your pain wrapped in redemption on a mission. Your purpose can also be described as your proficiency, what you love and what you're good at imparted to those who desperately need it. Now, here's the key. You have to be intentional about your dreams and give them the oxygen that they need to live. Don't just go ankle deep in your purpose. Don't tinker around with it when you have the time. Stop treating your purpose like a hobby. That means if God gives you a book idea, you need to write that book and not just write it. You need to publish it and not just publish it. You need to market it and sell it. You have a responsibility to actually do what God has called you to do. If you're called to speak, you need to learn to do it and do it well. Study the skills of stagecraft and even more importantly, learn the business of getting booked on stages. Utilize your speaking opportunities to build your tribe, mentor others, to grow your organization and your influence systematically. You've got to treat your purpose like a business because it is serious business and God will hold us accountable for our callings. To prioritize your purpose, you're going to have to be fully invested. It's going to require you to be intentional about your time. You're going to have to make time for the things that God has called you to learn to do and to be. Being fully invested means, oh, spending money, spending money to develop your skills. And you're going to have to actually implement what you learn. Now, I've spent big money on education, not just on my five college, university and seminary degrees, but also on workshops, coaching programs, masterminds, mentorships. I've spent literally hundreds of thousands of dollars learning what I know. And it was a phenomenal investment because it enabled me to start and grow multi-million dollar organizations. 
traveled to over a hundred nations and serve God and his people in a way I never could have if I were trying to learn advanced business skills on YouTube and Instagram. So you're going to have to spend money to develop your skills, but learning is not enough. To prioritize your purpose, you'll need to ruthlessly eliminate distractions and delays and systematically implement your education. Now, this is what the Bible means when it says, let us go on to maturity, leaving behind the childish things of dreaming, 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 and start doing, doing, doing. I think, mm. I think it's interesting that even when Jesus was 12 years old and was in the synagogue for days, schooling the scholars, he did not say, I must be about my father's ministry. Mm. He said, I must be about my father's business. And that's how we need to approach our purpose, like a business. Business requires capital. That means we have to invest in our education. And we also have to invest sweat equity in implementing what we learn. As Christian influencers, we must be about our father's business. Second, prioritize your peace. Prioritize your peace. It is a-okay for you to opt out of the people and projects that drain you. When busyness distracts you from your purpose, you've got to slow it down, baby. When difficult people disturb your peace, you have the deliciously radical option to decline their invitation to hijack your life. You can kindly say that you have to focus on urgent priorities and are all out of bandwidth for all other things. Or, or you can say nothing and just poof, disappear. You can do what Jesus did and holy ghost them. Where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? Anybody seen Jesus? He was here a minute ago. Now he's gone. There's still a whole bunch of limpers and lepers, blind beggars, crazed demoniacs. Where did he go? Well, he left because he wanted to. Jesus never caved to the pressure of people's demands. He prioritized his peace. The Bible says that Jesus often withdrew the solitary places, not occasionally, not sometimes, but often. If you give your time, you have to guard your time. This podcast is a perfect example. So we felt God calling us to do this, but I didn't want to carve out another day for it. So we decided to combine our weekly Q&A client call with the podcast. So right now we have a live audience of students and after the podcast, we're going to take their questions in real time. Listen, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. I've seen so many gifted leaders crash and burn because they pressed too hard for too long without taking breaks. They wore themselves out, they made themselves sick, and many of them shortened their lifespan and their legacy. So we have to pace ourselves and prioritize our peace if we want longevity and joy in God's service. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, there are your first two of 10 lessons in business. Prioritize your purpose. Prioritize your peace. That was good stuff, Coach Tam. I hope you're taking notes, everybody. That was good. All right. Let me jump into what will be lesson number three in our top 10. So this was the first thing that, that came to mind for me. Lesson number three, imitate, then innovate. 
imitate than innovate. So what that means is we don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know why? There's stuff out there that already works. There's proven models that already work. There's proven mentors that know the path, that know the tools. So instead of going into the business world, or if you're already in the business world, getting to the next level, we don't have to go in blind. We don't have to like, oh, well, I'm going to just throw spaghetti in the wallet, throw spaghetti at the wall and see what works, right? We can actually find out from somebody who's gone the path that's done the thing and can give us some feedback. And I want to give you an example. The reason I think I thought of this was I was thinking about cooking. Me and my wife, Jillian, we're about to get our, our, our cooking mitts on. We're about to, to bust out the pots and pans and start cooking. And you look so excited. <laughs> I'm leading the charge. I am leading the charge on to be a on, man, yes. spiritual leader. Yes, yes, I will have I will have the the apron and all the tools. But you know what I'm not going to do is I'm not just going to get a bunch of ingredients and try to figure it out. I'm going to get a recipe. I'm going to get some recipes. I'm going to follow the recipes and I'm going to get some baseline results. I'm going to have some baseline success. I'm going to follow a recipe. What is it, honey? I just love baseline results like that for a meal. Just that. <laughs> I'm going to cook something and you know what we're serving up? Baseline results. And I'm going, <laughs> what's happening? Fine. I love it. Carry on. Well, here's, the, here's where we can get results and then improve. Because guess what? If I just got a bunch of ingredients and I just thought, I'm going to just figure it out. I'm just going to slap some things together and I'm going to prepare a meal and we're going to just see how it goes. And it's slap some flop. Yeah. It's probably not going to be as good as if I just followed a recipe. Right. If I just followed a formula. Once I do that, I can now say, all right, I followed the recipe and it came out like this and it was pretty good, but you know what? I think it could be made better. Or I think, you know, my style is a little different or my preferences are a little different. So I might cook it a little hotter, a little longer, a little shorter, add a little of this. At that point, I can innovate, right? Once I've done it a proven way the first time, then I can tinker with it, right? So there is room to like, oh, we're not just going to be like zombies following a blueprint. We're not robots, you know, just trying to mimic and copy somebody else. But what we can do is we can get a recipe. We can get a blueprint. We can find a proven model and do it exactly as it's laid out. And like we said, we've got a lot of our, our inner circle members on this call. That is an encouragement to you, everybody who's going through the Kingdom Builders blueprint, is do it exactly as it's laid out and you will get that baseline result that, okay, I did it this way and I got five clients. I did it this way and I got 10 clients. Now that I've done that, now let me play with it, right? Now let me add a little of my flair, add a little of my style. I would do it a little differently. I'd say it a little differently. I'd structure it a little differently. I'd pace it a little differently. Innovate after you imitate, right? Because if you just go in like, oh, I, you know, I've got a good feel. I've got wisdom. Honestly, you're not going to get as good of a result as the baseline model 90% of the time you will be throwing spaghetti at the wall and you'll be getting spaghetti at the wall kind of results the first time just imitate just find a proven model do it exactly as the recipe says once you've cooked that meal 
next time you do it, do it different and see if you can improve it. And if you can't, go back to the recipe and then innovate again. That's this. That's the process. We don't need to start from scratch. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. Find that proven model in any area of your business or at any stage of your business journey. Imitate, then innovate. So good. So very good. Many, many mucho, mucho fire emojis to you and fuego. <laughs> All right, Jillian, you're up with number four. Oh, baseline meals coming to Chateau de Low. Come on over. Maybe we can have a cooking show and everyone could watch us cooking. You know, this has been my secret dream, Jillian. I have been I have been petitioning for this in such a subtle way that you probably didn't even notice it. Like the time I gave you guys a cookbook of all of my favorite recipes. Or then there was that time where I said, hey, why don't we all get together for a family meal and we'll cook it together? But it was so subtle. It was. It was a couple years to stick. And here we are, savoring this moment. <laughs> um, okay, so before we started our podcast, um, and, and there was someone asking if I had initials, like you guys, uh, we have little nicknames for each other. I do not have initials. However, I am called Coach Sunny Bunny. And I call Coach Tam Bunny or Bunzers or Bun Bun. And she calls me Bunny or Bunzers or Bun Bun or sometimes. <laughs> so if you ever just want to call me Coach Sunny Bunny or any combination um, of that, please feel free. So before our podcast started, I was visiting with with bunny and i was saying what would like what would we look like if it were 1823 okay now now and what what were your what were your thoughts on that bunny i said we need all the products we need all the technology i need all of the hot tools that there are for this hair because while admittedly it doesn't look bad and i did it myself this hair is meant for professionals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is this is true. And so, you know, I was just trying to imagine like not being able to get your hair done, not having a blow dryer, not having a hot tool, not having any skincare, not having any makeup, not having any lighting, not having any filters, like all the things in all the ways that really help us put our best foot forward or get our best face forward. Okay, <laughs> so I was remembering um, Zach, can you remind, can you say, what is it that my Nana always said? You got to paint the barn. Paint the barn. Ding, 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 Jilly. And you know what she actually said? And I don't normally say this part because she was born in 1920. Okay. I think she's joking. I think she's joking. She's not being serious. Right. Tongue in cheek. When she right. says Tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek, Nana. She Wait, said, and then she, Nana wasn't born in 1920? No, no. She what was. Nana says coming out, coming out next. What's about to come out? Paint the barn and, well, she would say, Jilly, God don't like ugly. You better paint the barn. And so painting the barn meant like, pull yourself together. Put on some makeup, add some mascara. She would say, put some rouge on your cheeks. And she was a fan of blue eyeshadow. So there you go. All right. And I was thinking about all the ways that I have been spackling and tackling 
for 20, 30 years at this point. Leading me to number four lesson in business is prep and prime. And you might wonder, well, what oh, did I love that? That's good. Prep and prime. Prep and prime. Prep and prime, my friends. Now, men, I get it, right? Like if you're not using CoverGirl and L'Oreal, no problem, no problem. There's going to be more lessons coming your way. Ladies, I suppose that this analogy rings true for you. Lean on in. So I was thinking about this product, okay? Because makeup, under pressure, it breaks down. It can slip down your face. And if you live in South Florida, your makeup and your lashes, they slip down to your knees. It's really a scary thing. It's a scary sight to see but it's truth talk, okay? When you put your makeup on, if you do not prepare the skin, if you do not prime the skin, oh God, this is her passion. Like now you recognize it. Cause and this is the lead. It's not actually skin. about makeup. The, it's the, not about the, makeup. It's not makeup. She's using an analogy from what is about, it is about oh, makeup. Yeah. I'm linking all my favorite products. Um, No. <laughs> so at any rate, you want your makeup to last. You want it to look good, but what else does makeup do? It makes up for deficiencies. How many how many people in the house do we have with some age spots? Any wrinkles and crinkles? I've got some crinkles. How about any blemishes? Anything you want to cover? Any deficiencies? Okay, raise your hands. Raise your hands. Be honest. I Everybody have does. Everybody does. But, but before you put on your makeup, you would use something that I like to call Prep and Prime. Prep and Prime is a real product. And you put it on your face before you put on your makeup. And once you put on your makeup, this prep and prime, it's filled all the cracks and the crevices. It's blurred the pores. It's hidden everything. And my makeup sticks. It has staying power and it looks beautiful all day long. Now, here's the big connect the dot moment. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. In your brand business and ministry, when you are coaching, if you're public speaking, if you're ministering, anything you do that is going to put a demand on your talent, a demand on your gifting, you have got to prep and prime in the spirit. You have got to create an invisible force field a favor, my friend, because you're gifting alone, no bueno. All of your abilities to communicate and all of your degrees and all the things that you've got without the power of Jesus Christ via the Holy Spirit living inside of you to be able to frequency the airwaves and blur all your deficiencies and all of your imperfections, guess what? It's no good. So I say the thing that I do best, the thing that I cling to, I'm not maybe the, the best at this or the best at that, but I'm really good at prepping and priming. And I trust the Holy Ghost to cover me. I trust the Holy Ghost to fill in the perfections, to blur the pores of my soul, to cover me if I don't get it just right. Maybe I don't say the thing just right. Maybe the curriculum isn't perfect, whatever, whatever, whatever. But guess what? It is so important that if I take care of business in the spirit and the Holy Spirit goes before me, I'm going to have favor. I'm going to be able to function in the spirit and, and, I am going to have staying power. I want to have staying power in my brand business and ministry. And I am in a partnership with the Holy Ghost. So I am going to invest first in prepping and priming and preparing my soul, preparing my mind, preparing my mouth. Then 
I'll step into my giftings. I'll step into my natural abilities. I'll step into my God-given talents. But first, prep and prime. So good. Awesome. All right. Here's to, to wrap this episode. Here's lesson number five in business. It's a little double whammy. Simplify and focus. Simplify and focus. Like that is the name of the game for me in business because there are so many things you could do. This was one of my like earliest, earliest lessons in business is there are always a hundred good ideas. Always. There's a hundred good ideas. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. That would be good. But we have got to figure out, like we can only do like maybe three things. We cannot do 75 ideas. We can do maybe like three ideas a year. Like that's the reality um, to it's not going to be, we're not doing 15 things this year. Like we're going to maybe do like three to five. So we have got to simplify our activities and our business model to be like one or two or three things. Our business model is not going to be a, a, a 12 step sequence. It's going to be a big three. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big two, because if you try to do 75 different things, you're going to get overwhelmed, you're going to get burnt out, and you're going to get caught in the weeds of like good idea number 86 and good idea number 105. And guess what? Good idea number 86 and good idea number 105 is not going to be so great in the end compared to your top three ideas, idea number one, two, and three. You know, for example, Kingdom Builders Academy are like the way I look at it as president, like we, I've got two jobs. I've got, there's two things that I have to do and that is it. It's get clients and serve clients. That is it. Like that is the bottom line, right? So to really simplify, like, oh, I could be doing this. We could be improving our website. We could be improving our content. We could be doing, doing this thing and that thing and, and all the thousand different good ideas. It is what is like the best thing we can do to to get clients to advance our mission of of equipping christian leaders and then serve clients what can we do to make sure they're having the best experience possible getting the best results as quickly as possible that is it like there is nothing that i will commit serious effort or energy to that do not fall in one of those two buckets like i it's got to be simplified to what are the, what's the one, two, three things we're going to do to get clients? What's the one, two, three things that we're going to do to serve clients? And that's it. And I'm going to cut out all the noise. I'm going to cut out all the distractions, all the clutter, all the junk. It's honestly, we do, we think about so much junk. Like I'm not going to name specifics because I know it's, it's stuff that people are doing right now that they're like really excited about, but I'd say it's a big waste of time and it's hurting your business. It's hurting the the potential of of your calling and your ministry and, uh-huh. and the things that you could do to help people mm-hmm. so simplify first and focus second you know like once we can identify like what's the big three like what's what's the mandate what's the mission what's the one thing that's going to make everything come together we then focus on it you know warren buffett and bill gates they're not christians you know they got you know all kinds of worldviews that that you and I probably wouldn't agree with, but they have built two of the biggest businesses in the world. And they both had the same one word answer for the secret to their success. They both had the same one word answer. The secret to their success was focus. 
It was focus and it was focus over decades, yeah. right? When you prioritize your purpose, like you said, Coach Tam, lesson number one, and you focus, you simplify, you hone in and you focus and you just stick with it and you just keep your eye on the ball week in, week out, month in, month out, and you string years together of being focused on your calling and your mission and your mandate, that is how revolutions happen. That is how the world changes. That is how you leave a massive impact with the life that you have. Simplify and focus. So there are our first five of 10 lessons in business. We will be back next week with our final five. Hi, this is Tamara Lowe, founder of Kingdom Builders Academy, here with a free gift for you, our loyal podcast listener. We're giving away free copies of my newest book, On Purpose, How to Find, Fund, and Fulfill Your Purpose. You can download your free copy right now at onpurposebook.com. That's www.onpurposebook.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Kingdom Builders Academy podcast today. Join us again for our next exciting exciting episode.